There is so much out there. There's so many amazing technologies, InsureTech uh, solutions, et cetera, out there that it becomes a little bit overwhelming, quite frankly, and trying to vet them all and figure out which ones are going to work for you is a, it's a huge undertaking. Welcome to the Insurance Innovators Unscripted, the show dedicated to innovation in the insurance industry. Each episode, you'll get a dose of thought leadership from the industry's top business minds, influencers, innovators, and executive leaders. If you want to transform your corner of the industry and exchange innovative ideas, you need to subscribe to this podcast. Now here's your host, Abel Travis. Hey everyone, welcome to the Insurance Innovators Unscripted Podcast, dedicated to insurance innovation. So today I have the opportunity to speak to John Pritchard. Now, he is the president of Ali Insurance, a company that provides best-in-class support services to help small insurance agencies grow by providing exceptional market access, new business fulfillment, back office support, and technology solutions. John, it's, uh, it's great to have you here on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much. Hey, so... John, you know, I uh, I had an opportunity to look at what you all are doing with Ollie, and um, you know, just just look into your history. So, if you don't mind, before we jump into talking about uh, to talking about Ollie, you know, let me know a little bit about your background as you've been involved in so many different disciplines throughout the insurance industry for a significant portion of your career. Um, and you know, now as the president of Ollie, there's um, a lot that I'm assuming that that has helped you to do in your current role today. So, so if, if you don't mind, talk to me a little bit a little bit about your background and what you um, what led you to doing what you're doing today sure yeah no problem so uh, I started my career in insurance um, straight out of college went to Marsh Marsh McLennan at the time um, and kind of fell upon an opportunity at Marsh uh, in their risk management casualty division in San Francisco and spent a few years learning the business and understanding what it was all about and I uh, Grew to find it quite interesting, and um, at the same time felt that I wanted to, I don't know, have a little bit more, um, a little more control over my destiny. So I left Marsh and found an opportunity with a very small agency at the time called Heffernan Insurance Brokers, and uh, so I joined Heffernan about 25 years ago, um, and have been part of the Heffernan organization since that time. Um, I started out in the business as a producer property casualty producer going after commercial business, um, cut my teeth producing still to a certain extent, still, um, am involved in producing and, and have a book of business. Um, however, my, um, core res- day-to-day responsibilities have evolved over time, as you mentioned. So, um, beginning at sp- spent the next, you know, 20 years as a, as a producer, um, but then also began developing out Heffernan's niche practices in a variety of areas in the healthcare segment, the nonprofit and social services segment, and the like. Um, and from there, kind of naturally transitioned into building programs and launched Heffernan's MGA at the time. Um, and so was very actively involved in kind of running and distributing product in certain niches. Um, and then eventually, uh, we saw an opportunity to bring all the different resources um, that that we built across Heffernan, uh, Tangram, other entities, including Select Solutions, which is a small business division that we built, um, and bring all these resources to uh, to small agencies. And that's why we created Ollie a number of years ago. Um, so Ollie Insurance Services uh, is where I am now. And what we what I launched 
and uh, is what kind of encapsulates all these different resources and capabilities and brings them to agencies that are uh, looking for resources in order to help them grow. Yeah, and, and uh, I so I didn't actually realize that Ali was uh, spun out of or, or came you know through what the work that you're doing at Heffernan. Um, I'm I'm very familiar with Heffernan and, and some of the people there. Um, so that that's pretty exciting to know that uh, this organization, you know, just based on what I've known from the people, still continues to be very forward thinking and 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 execution in terms of what you all are doing. So, you know, John, if you don't mind, you know, talk to me um, specifically about Ali, um, its value proposition and, and what you're doing in this space for the small business segment. Sure. So, um, so Ali at the surface provides market access. It all kind of starts with market access, but we go a lot further than providing market access. Obviously there's a million places right now that you can get some access. Um, we bring a a very good breadth of access to local agencies. And then we bolt on to that um, uh, several technology solutions, including agency management systems, market intelligence, and a variety of other technology platforms. Um, we also bring uh, market intelligence, as I mentioned, which is really important in the commercial space, understanding how to quickly get to the right market very quickly. Um, and then we also bring back office support resources to um, to our affiliates that w- that need them and don't want to go out and hire their own employees. So we bring a host of of back office support that that could be uh, assistant level support, account management, licensed account management level support, and the like to help them, you know, service business and allow the the principal of the agency to focus on new business production and on customer relationships and some of the most important things about their agency. Um, the other thing that we do is we help agencies round out the things that they don't do, the things that they don't focus in. For example, if you've got a personal lines agency that's really focused in in personal lines, but they have a lot of commercial opportunities, but they don't really know the commercial space that well, we help them do the commercial space or the person. Uh, I'm sorry, the um, the life and health. So we can round out their capabilities and give them a back office that can do all those things for them that they don't do. You know, so in regards to rounding out the other agents' capabilities, are you doing it to to um, through providing them access to other carriers that can write that capability for the agent? Um, and then, how are you um, physically providing that service to the agent? You know, what are are you uh, building or are you using a platform that's out there in order to provide that service and that access to them physically? So we actually have a team that will provide. In, I'm going to call it in an outsourced model that that uh, service. So for example, like I said, if you have a commercial uh, personal lines agency and that personal lines producer has a customer that owns a business and that that customer wants business insurance. The personal lines agency can say no problem, my partners at Ollie can handle that for you. Refer them over to us and our team will actually be the broker on that account, be the PNC broker on that account. We will place it, we will service it, we will support it and our agency, we call them affiliates. Our affiliate owns that piece of business, gets a revenue share on that business, but they don't really have to do anything on it. They rely on us to help them, you know, fulfill that side of the house. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, as as we look at how that's working, um, you know, as as a, as a part of what you all state as your core value proposition, you know, you all state that 
the mission really is to help small independent agencies grow, um, you know, to the point that you're making um, in regards to providing the market access. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the key ways that you're doing that is through innovation. Um, so, you know, as uh, on this podcast, so we talk a lot about the, the different practices and, and ways that um, the industry itself is innovating. So, you know, if you don't mind, you know, talk to me about uh, some of the innovative ways, um, you know, that, that you all are helping some of these other agencies to get market access and also, you know, to really help those uh, smaller independent agencies grow. Yeah, the technology side of things is uh, continuing to grow at an incredibly fast pace. And I think for a lot of our agency affiliates, it's it can be quite daunting because there is so much out there. There's so many amazing technologies, insure tech uh, solutions, et cetera, out there that it becomes a little bit overwhelming, quite frankly. And trying to vet them all and figure out which ones are going to work for you is a is a huge undertaking. That is some, some of what we're able to help our affiliates with is we do vet a ton of insure tech and look at all the different capabilities and kind of identify those that we think will really benefit um, our affiliates. And then at times we will embed them in in our platform. So we built a what we called our, our, our affiliate portal that is a portal where all of our different kind of technology and resources preside. So it's kind of like a dashboard where our affiliates can, with a single click, reach whatever resource they're look, they're, you know, they're needing at the moment, whether it's the agency management system, it's the CRM, it's the um, the dashboard to see their pipeline of accounts. It's the um, linking them into a particular carrier raters, into some new insure tech raters, into our you know application platform that we use with a particular insure tech that allows them to complete commercial supplemental applications online. Um, those types of things. So uh, those are some of the. It all, it all kind of starts with our portal, where we embed some of our proprietary technology platforms. And then we also embed links to the vendor platforms that we are um, that we are related to. I see, so, so, so I'd say that's one of the big areas that we bring a simple solution to a very complicated technology challenge out there. Uh, and I can see exactly how that would play out, especially as you're engaging uh, with some of the other agents that you're helping to provide this access to um, and um, with them needing a, a technology platform um, and an entrance to the technology platform like yours. You know, one of the, 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 the core things that I um, hear when I speak to some of the, the smaller agencies that might not be as well funded is that, you know, uh, they still operate in a way that requires them to, um, you know, not have as uh, direct access to some of the technology innovations and transformations that we're seeing in this space, where companies like Indio is, you know, um, Indio Technologies may be, uh, you know, creating the capability to streamline the application process because of the the way in which they fund themselves and not having as much capital. Um, you know, uh, they're limited in their ability to engage with some of those larger um, or, or some of the insure techs that are transforming this industry. So I'm, I'm assuming then, John, that as you're working with these organizations, that you're finding that, especially for some of these more uh, traditional, smaller agencies, that they're truly seeing the benefits and efficiencies that come along with, um, you know, uh, working through a more streamlined technology platform that links into a lot of these other innovations being driven by your industry, uh, being driven by your organization. I'm, I'm assuming that you're seeing a lot of those efficiencies play out. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of efficiencies that are that are playing out, um, and then there's just a lot of maturity in the um, in the customer experience and being able to 
find some solutions like you um, alluded to um, for these smaller agencies that don't have the depth of resources and time, right? The time to go figure out, to go find them and, and figure out how to implement in them in, into their agency. We're, we're able to have a turnkey way for them to engage with them. And those customers that really want that kind of experience, they have the option to give it to them. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. So as as you're working to find, you know, where some of these more innovative technologies are and uh, what some of these more innovative solutions are, not just on the technology, but let's say process and, um, and, and different elements that you're providing for these uh, for, for these other um, organizations that you're engaging with. You know, what have been some of the more impactful technologies and concepts that you've helped your partners to deploy to date? Well, it's funny you mentioned Indio. Indio is one that we have um, engaged uh, quite readily with and have brought to our, our affiliates, um, and we're using it um, ourselves quite extensively in uh, some of the other sides of our business. So Indio is one that I find to be um, a – it's a platform that is really – that, that agencies are really able to engage with easily, and it creates a profound – customer experience change. So I find that to be one of my favorites and, and one, uh, an extremely good um, platform, albeit it only really solves a very small segment of the overall insurance experience. It's a cumbersome one and it's a broken one in the traditional scheme of things. So I think that that's a very impactful um, solution. You know, I think that there's um, some other solutions like some of the um, the self-service solutions that allow customers to be able to self-serve a little bit more. Um, those have been impactful and starting to engage more. Um, there's also some mobile solutions. And I think that, that agencies, you know, re really do need to focus and spend time on understanding how their customers um, want to communicate and want to be, and want to interact. And there is a, trend towards mobile. Um, so being able to find those types of solutions is important as well. And we're working on on more of those. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, what, what you've laid out sort of hits the ball, especially with what those organizations like in Indio is doing to help to streamline the overall customer experience just in general. You know, um, as I as I look at things like mobile um, and self-service, you're seeing a lot of customers hoping to go down that path of, of you know, having a, a self-service capability, um, uh, especially for some of the um, the, the, lo the lower complexity uh, tasks that they're trying to accomplish and not having to go directly to, um, you know, uh, in their agency in order to, um, you know, have the self-service solutions that they're looking to do. Now, you know, with that said, you know, I, I, I look at the uh, technology platforms and the portal and things that you're, um, you know, providing for, uh, your agencies. And, and then I start to think about, OK, well, what does that mean from a from a carrier engagement perspective? So, you know, um, are you finding that as a part of deploying these more innovative uh, solutions, you know, that it's also helping to streamline what's playing out on the carrier side? Or are you not seeing the, mo the needle move significantly on the carrier side of the house as well? You know, I think it's a good question. I think that it depends on what side of the carriers, you know, the carrier spectrum you're talking about. Certainly in the, you know, more main street standard market space, the carriers are bringing um, very modern technology and data and AI and all sorts of solutions to help streamline that interaction and that quoting process and the information that's needed, et cetera. Um, you know, everyone's got their eye on the, the five questions, no more than five questions, or, you know, 
Berkshire Hathaway's new three pages or three, whatever they call it. So th there's all this this trend towards streamlining that and creating a very simple experience. And it's happening. It is happening in a lot of areas. But there is a whole other end of the spectrum where it's not happening and it's not going to happen, in my opinion, anytime soon. And that's more on the non-standard, out-of-main-street um, uh, side of the business. And that's a ton of the business. Um, so those kind of efficiencies, I don't think, have been had there as much. Um, but there is an opportunity and in, in some instances where we're investing in some opportunities to, to create a little bit different experience for the broker and the carriers in order to make the process easier and quicker. Um, so I think that side of the, of the spectrum is there's still a long ways to go. I think the standard market, you know, BOP side is, is, is getting there very quickly. Yeah, yeah, I, I think um, I would agree with you. You know, it, it's it's so much easier um, to apply standardization in a place where uh, you start to see a lot of it, right? In a place where uh, you know it's from policy to policy, and I don't want to say it's exactly the same, but you'll see a little bit of replication play out. You know, when you're not uh, having the level of customization that's needed there, whereby I, I think once you start to move out of the lower complexity, um, you know, uh, personal, small business, those sorts of things, um, wh when there are higher complexity, um, you know, models or, or, or product needs are, are starting to play out in this space, all of a sudden, it becomes so much more challenging to provide that uh, standard experience from a customer perspective. So so that does create a significant amount of opportunity um, to, to help to innovate and transform that space, even though it might not be uh, sort of a, a standardized experience, it could actually, there, I think there are opportunities to make that experience much more, um, you know, feel more palatable, um, you know, over time, right? You know, so um, what we're starting to see, and you you alluded to this, you know, in the conversation, is that there are insure techs that are attempting to address that, but there's not a lot that's actually able to execute on you know what the needs are there so now with insuretech it's it really has become a standard part of industry engagement you know they are across the board impacting all segments of the insurance value chain for both front to the back end now from your perspective you know um, if some of what you're doing could actually be um coined insuretech in terms of how you're pulling everything together probably on top of a microservices platform and then deploying it to um the other agents that you're engaging with so you know where do you see insuretech impacting the agency channel the most and then i'll also like to flip that and learn a little bit more about your perspective on the carrier channel too yeah you know i think that for um for agencies, insuretech is going to impact them in a few different ways. Obviously, as we talked about, the the um, efficiency gains are are going to be um, impactful. It's going to change things a lot um, from an efficiency perspective. Uh, but that's more internal. I think the customer experience is going to continue to evolve, and insuretech will impact that. And I think that's going to be very important. But another thing that comes to mind when it comes to insuretech that is kind of a maybe an indirect impact to to agencies is you know i think it's creating a a different type of customer um, and agencies need to pivot a little bit and be ready for a much more informed customer a customer that's already got pricing in their mind that already has a lot of their standard questions answered because they've been doing their research on the internet trying to figure out what they need etc where you know 10 years ago the customers were coming to agents to get that basic level of information. Now they've already got that, so they're looking for more. Um, so I think that that's going to, you know, the, the interaction with the customers 
continuing to change, and agencies need to be ready for that. We all, they also need to be ready to counter the the direct models, right? There's a heck of a lot more direct-to-consumer, direct-to-business solutions out there, and there's going to be a segment of the market that does buy that way. Um, but this is where agents really have the opportunity to shine because I think a lot of those direct-to-consumer and direct-to-business solutions just – you know, they, they don't provide what agents provide, which is a trusted advisor, consultative relationship that's built on trust and reliability and being there for them and just adding true value. So um, I think the, that there will be an in, – InsureTech will have an impact on agencies in for those agencies that really focus on on that value. It'll, it, it could really impact them positively. And if they forget about the value and simply focus on price um, – it will probably negatively impact them. Yeah, I, I would uh, I would agree with you on that. You know, I want to I want to go into one of the things that you uh, mentioned in regards to the direct model um, in a lot of the insure techs that you know launched in this space, whether as digital agencies or so on, uh, or um, or uh, carriers. I, I would say you know looking to go direct to the customer. Now you you see that working out um, with companies like the Lemonades of the world, the Slices of the world, and and they're all you know um, trying to innovate different areas of the insurance value chain and 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 target different customers. Customers, um, and then you know, in that space, uh, along lo- on the along the lines of the direct model, what you're starting to see are um, digital agencies uh, that are starting as a digital agent, but then are um, recognizing, you know, that uh, you know uh, what they originally thought they were going to um, bring in from a growth perspective uh, in terms of being a digital agency may not have worked. So they're um, uh, launching either a direct capability or a capability to allow other agencies to to do the same you know so um from from your perspective uh are are you seeing that uh, you know play out and impact the business that you all are writing or you know is it um you know are are you not starting or are you not seeing that materialize uh, as these uh digital agencies and and those that are in direct uh, in the direct space start to mature yeah, you know, I, I, it's it's a chat. It, it's interesting. You know, um, I think that that there is certainly an element of the direct channel continuing to get its share, right? Especially in the lower end, lower complexity, uh, lower value based insurance. So, you know, personal auto is the obvious example where you've got low limit, you know you know, low rate personal auto that, that consumers that, that don't want it, have to have it, have to get it. They want the cheapest thing on the street. They're going to buy online. I mean, they are, those are the consumers that are going to buy online. As you work up the value chain, less are going to buy online, I think. And that translates more to, um, you know, the commercial side as well. Um, So I guess to answer your question, I think that the there's going to be a, a, I think that there's going to be a continued growth in direct to consumer and direct to business uh, models, and they will get some traction. But I think that a, we've already seen them, many of them pivot, like you said, to engaging with proven distribution channels and more mature distribution channels, partnering with those to to get more traction. So I, I think we're going to we're going to continue to see the existing distribution channels be very strong, but the direct will have some impact. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I think uh, I definitely think I would agree with that. You know, I go back to, um, you know, distribution uh, uh, leads, you know, at least a little bit earlier on in the insurtech days, like um, a next insurance, for example, that actually started off in the digital agency realm and then decided that they were going to go direct. And, you know, one of their other announcements a few, um, I think a couple of months ago was that they were even pivoting um, to add some other capabilities on top of that so they can better uh, compete with carriers um, in, in that space as well. You know, um, and, and, and when I when I think about those types of organizations, you know, I, I clearly begin to think that, okay, well, I, I understand what they're doing to, to try to transform the insurance space, but uh, the way in which they're trying to execute on um, the transformation of customer experience is based on what they think the customers are hoping to experience from their agents and from their carriers. Now, I got to tell you personally, I don't believe in carrier or agency disintermediation because being the conduit to the customer, um, I I think, you know, there is a a line to be drawn where customers are looking for um, information that they can't source online, especially as things become much more complex. But nonetheless, these organizations are changing their customer experience, you know, based on um, other entities that might not have anything to do with this particular industry. You know, so um, if, if you don't mind, you know, uh, talk to me a little bit about where you see agents beginning to move along their own transformation to, to really transform and, um, you know, create some specificity around their customer experience in order to compete with InsureTech trying to do the same. Uh, you hit the nail on the head when it comes down to um, to providing information that you can't get online and providing a a um, what the customers really really want and really need versus what some insurtechs think they might need. The other thing I think that the insurtechs or the digital agents struggle with is there does need to be a, a lot of standardization around those models and insurance as much as a lot of the insurtechs, I think, thought that they could standardize a lot of this. It's it's just not standard. It's not always the same. And and in the insurance business, especially in the commercial side, gets extremely complex depending on geography, class of business, size of business, and exactly what they're doing in that class of business. Um, so it gets it gets extremely extremely complicated. So. You know, I, I think it goes back to the to, to the trusted advisor and 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 the true bringing true consultation and a true kind of concierge relationship and trusted relationship with their customers is is what's going to be is what's going to be the differentiator and how how they're going to separate themselves from a lot of these digital agencies. With that said, there does need to be a a advancement and a maturity in understanding how the customer wants to interact, as I alluded earlier, being able to have some mobile um, some mobile functionality, some chat functionality, some video consultation or video um, engagement. You know, there is there is more desire for those for those sorts of things. There's also more desire to um, you know, when you look at look what Indio brings and you don't have to fill out that application every single year the same way you did in the past, being able to to simplify that and, and make it a much better experience that way is going to be um, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no, a- a- absolutely. I, I mean, I, I would definitely uh, agree there, you know, um, as uh, you know, you can leverage and, and again, just continue to use Indio as, as that example of when you can leverage other insurtech capabilities that um, you know, and, and and use them to try to change the experience. It's definitely going to create a big deal for uh, the the agencies um, as well as I think the end customer and the policyholder because it allows the agents. And I think this is exactly what you all are doing, right? It it allows the um, agents to, to that you all are working with to then 
focus on what's important in regards to serving the needs of the customer versus, um, you know, all of the the back office, the, the the things that they may not be able to to do efficiently because of the lack of access to technology, which in essence you all are providing through the your your um, proprietary portal capability that that you all have built, you know. So um, you know, with that said, um, you know, if you had to just identify beyond what we talked about with Indio, but if you had to identify, you know, a, a very promising either insurtech transformation or something that you're seeing play out on the carrier side in relation to how that's integrating or interplaying into what the agency partners are doing um, that that's going to have, you know, more of an impact uh, on the future of what we're seeing in this industry. You know, what are your thoughts on what exactly that is? Oh boy, there's. I don't know that you could say one thing. Um, there, you know, certainly artificial intelligence, kind of the combination of artificial combination of artificial intelligence and big data, structured and unstructured data, um, are going to have a profound impact on a lot of different areas of the insurance spectrum, both in the agencies and in the you know carriers. Probably most certainly on the carrier side first, simply because they have the economies and the amount of data to to work with and the and the deep pockets to <laughs> create artificial intelligence and, and use that data science and technology to to create a better model um, for both underwriting for pricing for the quoting experience um, and everything in between I think that's there's just no question that that's going to be a in my mind that's going to have that's going those two things, artificial intelligence and data, big data, are going to change a lot of the way things are done over time. Um, you know, I also I also think smart devices, smart homes, the Internet of Things, is going to have a big impact in a lot of areas of insurance. Um, it will, in some cases, probably create some opportunities to benefit agencies because agencies now can help those insureds be smarter using some of those tools. Um, so I think that could have an impact. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how user-based insurance progresses. You know, that's obviously another big insure tech kind of, um, you know, newer age. I don't know if what do you, you know, sharing economy or on-demand economy um, opportunity or maybe um, disruptor to a certain extent. In some cases, there is some some opportunity for disruption out there um, when you start thinking about user-based insurance. But again, I think it will fall back into some um, collaboration between distribution channels because uh, it's tough to do direct. But I do think there will be more and more. We're already seeing more user-based insurance solutions, certainly around the auto space, that that will be impactful. So I would say that agents should, you know, stay well read, stay informed, and um, be ready to, you know, look at some of these things because they are coming, and you can't hide from them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And just to go to what you mentioned about the UBIs, the user-based insurance, I, you know, I think uh, what's being produced out of that, uh, just given all the data that, that that's coming out of that, um, I personally believe that there's uh, the potential to use that data to impact how, not only how we engage with, with the customer, but also to um, allow ourselves um, on both the carrier and the agency side to become even more tailored in terms of how we engage, how we offer a product, um, and, um, you know, how, of course, what, what, what some customers 
customers are interested in you know how we how we rate the products that we're offering as well so um, I, I do think that you're you're pretty much spot on when it comes to um, user-based and uh, you know some of the other areas that, that you mentioned um, alongside of um, AI which um, for for each of those of course uh, that that's really powered by the data that that's being collected as a part of the the the, um, the, the technology innovation of the practice so you know um, you know John you know just uh, looking at what you all are doing now with Ali so as you mentioned it, it, it sort of spun out um, of uh, you know what you all were doing at, at, at Heffernan as you started to put a, a more discipline around this function and, and launch this company you know what do you see as the future of what you're hoping to accomplish with uh, with Ali? Boy, the future. That's uh, I don't know if I've looked that far ahead, but uh, certainly, you know, in the not too distant future, you know, we really want to help um, young small agencies or medium sized agencies uh, grow and do things that they otherwise weren't weren't able to do, and we want to do that by bringing technology bringing a lot of market intelligence and resources uh, to our partners that, that they otherwise wouldn't have access to. We, we've got the resources. We now want to um, enable agencies who want to grow using those types of solutions. And that, that's kind of our future. Absolutely, you know, I think that's um, that, that's very great, and, and also to to be able to look at what you all are doing uh, beyond just uh, pro, you know um, creating the market access and for providing other uh, capabilities to allow those agencies to grow. I think it's um, it, it, it's pretty important, especially to to do that for an industry like insurance that I think truly needs an organization like yours um, to uh, help some of the other. Uh, smaller agencies that may not have the the, the same foresight as yours um, along the way, you know. So um, so so I I love that that's a part of what you all are looking to do. So you know, hey hey John, you know um, one of the questions that I always ask, and and that's for the listeners to um, you know, hear what we're talking about and and take something tangible back. You know, if what if there was a piece of advice that you would give a listener in order to do what you all are doing with Ali, um, you know, provide market access, make um, you know uh, uh, their job uh, different from what they're doing with the status quo in order to bring innovation and transformation to their organizations. You know, what advice would you give uh, anyone listening to you and I speak here today? Oh, man, that's a great question. I think that um, that I. Uh you know, bringing innovation into an agency is super challenging. And, and I think I mentioned it real early on in this, that, that, um, that there is so much technology out there, so many bells and whistles, and a lot of it actually does not work that great. You know, there's a lot of claims to fame around what my product's going to do and what this product's going to do and how great it is, but it doesn't actually work that well. So I guess my advice would be, um, you know, be informed, be well read and take advantage of opportunities to, you know, lift the hood and be able to try the product out, get really good references and referrals um, before jumping into a new technology platform. Um, because, uh, you know, it, it, it can really suck your time up <laughs> and distract you. Um, so that would be one thing. I guess another thing would be, um, and you alluded to this actually, which I think was really well said, you know, we all think customers want one thing or want something um, or going to really like a particular thing. And, um, you know, we've made a lot of mistakes in the past making that assumption and we've invested in things that customers never engaged with. So understand what your customers want and focus on those things. Don't focus on what others are saying is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Kind of narrow your focus on the kind of 
top priorities of your customer and or the top priorities of your agency when it comes to efficiency. Don't try to solve it all with technology. You know, pick pick high priorities that are solving high priority uh, pro- 